Welcome to Overnight Perspectives, the podcast where we put aside our responsibilities and discuss our thoughts on K-dramas, K-pop, and a little bit of everything else. Three, two, one. Hello, guys. This is Annika. And Heather. And we are back with Overnight Perspectives. Let's see. It's been a while. It has been a while since we've talked. Gosh, diggity dang. Um, We've just been busy. Heather's been busy. I've been quote-unquote studying not really but what are some like new things you've been doing I went back to my old job and then after two weeks I quit my old job and just a word of the wise wait a, a wise word from the unwise don't go back to your old jobs you left for a reason <laughs> like don't go do not go please you heard That's it from it. her <laughs> believe me trust this random girl that you're hearing um you know what good for you though because like you don't need them yeah i know i told you this yesterday but i started watching penthouse because the guy who plays onam jew is in it and it was not just because of him i knew there was like drama in it, and i was like do i want to watch another like intense show but the only reason i watched it was because I saw like a 30 second clip of him playing the piano and I was like I thought this was a singing show I thought everyone's supposed to be an opera singer but he was playing the piano and then I was just like oh my goodness oh my goodness now I had to watch it and then at first I was like skipping until I see him play the piano and I was like no wait that sounds interesting I'm gonna go back so now I just need one more episode of season one but I'm kind of scared to watch it. I don't know why. It's just, it's too much. But that's what I said last time. And then I started binging it. But another thing that we're watching, both Heather and I, is Kingdom. So just right off the bat, who are you rooting for? Like, did you start watching Kingdom with the group in mind? Well, it's, I honestly, it's because like, Varun, and then I started standing SF9, guys. I started standing SF9 like two weeks ago. And now I know all this. <laughs> I'm so proud but like okay in my head I was like SF9 but then I was like I don't know the names of the like I know the the groups but do I go into detail with those groups no I probably know one or two members of each of those groups and then like a couple of their songs but I don't like keep up with them I guess so I don't really have like a who do I want to win right now like I guess my bias right now would be like towards SF9 just because like I just got into them but I'm trying not to be like that because I know each of them are like really good so I don't really have I'm gonna say it right now I don't really have a who I'm gonna go for right now at this point I like all of them and I just want to fight Mnet fair enough everyone wants to fight Mnet they suck I was in I was in a curse like really really bad but no they they're awful they're awful but okay the one reason I was like really uneasy about watching Kingdom I watched Road to Kingdom and it broke my heart you know because I didn't want any of them to go home but there was like eliminations and it I didn't want to watch Kingdom because I heard that there was going to be eliminations and I go you can't like you just can't do that first of all Queendom didn't have eliminations so I'm like leave them alone don't let them go home please like still let them compete or something and then it's still back and forth that there is going to be elimination and that there isn't so I'm like my heart's just pounding every single time 
every time like they announce like or they have like a, the intense music playing and the announcement to come oh my god so nerve-wracking so nerve-wracking but for the most part I stand all the groups dude like I don't I don't have maybe I was really excited for ATs to go on because I just really love ATs so I think them I think maybe I'm rooting for them but honestly whoever wins I'll be happy for I also started watching it because um the there's so much drama with Emmett and I love drama guys so I'm gonna keep up with that drama Emnet's kind of a mess and I don't want that projecting towards these groups because it looks bad but it's not the group's fault it's the broadcaster's fault I just really love drama we all do (laughs) last time we talked we ended off with Haru and Dana having their first kiss they have another moment of them just talking under the tree and how like Haru's gonna find her no matter where she goes and all that stuff. And then I was so bothered by this, not about them, but towards the end of that like little scene, they're being cute and everything. So the camera zooms in on Squid Fairy watching these two teenagers have their first kiss. And I was so disturbed because sir, why are you stalking them? How old are you two? Are you supposed to be an adult or are you supposed to be like a teenager just working in the kitchen? Because I was so disturbed by it. And then they show him like just staring and he kind of like sighs. Now how I wrote down, I was like, he sighs like he misses someone. Or, and I was overthinking that one sigh. I was like, is he sighing? Because like, oh, they're idiots. I told them to, they can't end up together and they're still going to try, you know? Like, was he sighing because he was judging them? Was he sighing because he misses someone? Was he sighing? Like, I was just going off. And we just started the episode. I was like, oh, these theories. <laughs> Next, we see Beckham having his like flashbacks and thinking about Donald. And... Basically, the flashbacks are him being like, you know how kids like each other and then the guy's usually mean because he likes her? That's basically what Beck Young did. And he like gave her flowers when she was younger. And what, what did the flowers mean again? Pink flowers mean you're the only one who knows my real feelings. Very fucking cute. I know. I put, wow. He, look at him being soft. Right? Oh my god. And then he like it showed them as kids where he walked in and she was like, Oh, I'm gonna take my medicine. And he did that bibbity bobbity boot thing so she could take it. I go, (laughs) and then it shows that the flowers he bought her that day when she woke up and was able to see Haru, they were pink flowers. They were pink. Oh, I'm so sob. And you know, he's kind of just going through it. He's upset and hurt, but oh yeah, yeah. He's still so fine. I think there was a scene within that, or like what he did in that scene. He was like trying to like, I guess, grab her hand while she was like asleep or something. And then he stopped <laughs> and had the flashback. And like poor boy thinks he's a jinx. Mm-hmm. I got so sad. Yeah, it showed to him, like, holding his mom's hand. And, like, immediately she died. I was like, no, no, don't think that. So he was going to hold her hand and he just, like, pulled away. Ah! 
I'm feeling it. Ugh. We love trauma. Dead ass. Dana's finally back at school. And it's been a long time since she's been at school, right? And I put it like, she's walking. She's minding her own business. Her friend comes. And then she hears like Haru talk. And she dropped her backpack. And I was like, dude, why you drop your backpack? But then Haru said, good morning. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Okay, I get it. I get it now. And then they were just being super cute with each other. And then like, Dohua comes. Oh my gosh, I love that boy so much. Like, <laughs> I love, he can't read a room. He's so oblivious to everything. Dude, yes. I'm like, hey, just go. Not your time. Just go ahead and go. Leave him alone. And the fact that Haru was like, I want to be alone with Dano. And then this boy is not reading the room. But he's so funny, dude. I love him. But he gives Haru, like, a book. And I wrote down the book. It's called Rose for You. Basically, I guess, your cliche books and everything. And then the host, like, I think Haru should, like, study more, right? And, like, how to be, like, romantic, I guess. How to be a good boyfriend because he wants to be a good boyfriend, I guess. And then he looks at Dan and she's like, should I study? And I was like, oh. I love that. The whole time, Dano's getting flustered and she's just like, oh my God. And she always hits him because he says these things like so like freely without really knowing that he's kind of like, you know, making her heart real, real raised someday. So she's just always hitting him like, oh my God. <laughs> I think that's, they're so cute together. In that book, she kind of like grabs, takes it away from him. She gets a paper cut and it cuts to her going into the nurse's office. And Baekhyung is already there because he was just, you know, going through. Sh- oh, yeah. He saw them together holding hands. And so he was just pissed. And he goes to the nurse's office just to, you know, chill. Now they're there in the same uh, room and he's just approaching her and he's like don't make that face you're just talking about him you're making that face like i'm sick of it basically and he's just saying like don't forget that we're extras and dano said he makes me the main character in every moment we share and i love that and she just like she just walked away and i was really hoping he wouldn't say anything like he wouldn't like chase after her or something. I was hoping that she would just walk away and she did. I was like, oh, that's the perfect way to end that scene. Cause she just marched away with her cute little heels. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it so, so, so much. I, it really bothers me whenever Becky was like, we are characters, you are mine, blah, blah, blah. And I, I put down Becky Young, why? I know you're salty. But like, dude, where have you been? How many times does she have to repeat herself? How many times do you have to repeat yourself? What she just said about how Haru makes her feel like the main character, that was very well put. That was beautifully executed. Love that. Love her. Becky, you need to like, I don't know, remember? I know you remember. It bothers me. But sometimes I have a soft spot for him. It's okay. We see that... Namju's looking at like a plane ticket, right? Flashback shows that his mom's getting mad at him. Like, you are my son. You cannot disappoint me, blah, blah, blah. I guess he's like an heir to the company that the dad owns. So then Namju's like looking at the ticket, looking at Judah. And then he like yells at everyone to leave the classroom. And I'm like, Namju, your classrooms have big ass windows. (laughs) 
No one's gonna close that door. Why can't you two just leave the room? Everyone's gonna be stalking you. And immediately, what happened immediately? They like all got up from their desk and just did another like little U-turn. And they just like pressed their faces up against the window. Like, what's going on? What's going on? And I'm like, oh my God. Anyway, yeah, he's a bit of a drama queen. And I kind of like that. I don't know. It's so funny seeing him act like like a diva almost. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, yeah. And around this time, Judah's kind of just like saying things that her character normally wouldn't say towards them, you know. And Dohua starts becoming suspicious of her because she's saying things that are a bit out of the ordinary for her. Now, this has already been hinted before that she's aware and the way she acts and the, the faces that she'll make, you know, when the page like flips or whatever. Oh my God. Like it was just all coming together. And I go, no way. Are they going to realize it? And so at this point I wrote down, oh, she knows for sure. Like she's aware, but you have Dohua, who's not the fastest boy, you know, he's not the sharpest one in the shed. And he was like, Hmm, something's a bit off about her. And I go, babe, like, when something was off about you, what happened? You became aware. When something was off about Baekhyun, what happened? He was aware. Like, put it together, Dohua. Come on, babe. Oh, like, oh yeah, yeah. But oh, he's cute. He's cute. And he's suspicious of Trula at this point. So next we see a historical scene back in the past, I guess, to the other book. We just call it the past, even. I guess it's the past. It's a book, I guess. We see in the historical scene, that someone died, right? And we see, like, I guess he's a prince, Prince Baekhyung. So I think the story is just repeating itself again. So we assume it's Baekhyung's mom. And then he walks out and he's talking to, like, Dano's dad about... He's, like, getting mad at the dad. And I'm like, aren't, aren't you supposed to be pleasing the dad? I guess, like, what position Baekhyung's in is kind of confusing me. Because... Is he a prince? Is he not a prince? Because he was mad. And then we see Baekhyun's dad and the little brother. The little brother was being treated nicer. So is he a prince too? But Dano's dad was like, is he your son? So I'm like, if he doesn't know that the little brother's a prince, who are you? It's as if it happened in the middle of a timeline and we don't know like the beginning. So I'm just like, what the hell's going on? I was really confused during that whole thing. But Squid Fairy's there in the past too. And he kind of had beef with him there too. And so I don't know why they were, I guess they were kind of, you know, being like real passive aggressive with each other. And there's like a lot of threats too. And I'm sorry, is this the scene where Namju's mom comes out? And ta- okay, yeah. I don't know who she is to Squid Fairy in the, in the past though. I put like, is Namju's mom Squid Fairy's mom in the past life? She said, I'm your mom, but he was kind of really pissed off at her. So I'm like, is she like a stepmom? That's so true. She did say, I'm your mom. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I'm such an idiot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's very clear that they, they got beef. Squid Fairy got beef with Baekhyung in the past, and Squid Fairy has beef with his mom in the past. And... I mean, it would explain why he made that face when he first saw Namju's mom. 
like in at school or whatever and he kind of was like tripped out i don't know what they were trying to do honestly Dude, like, i don't know it's confusing we just basically who is a prince i don't know <laughs> there's three potential princes becky becky's little brother squid fairy what no. are they trying to gain we don't know we have no idea <laughs> um namju's mom is apparently squid fairy's mom um she's just power hungry so the past is kind of confusing right now yeah i just put squid fairy is mad stressed because (laughs) they come back to like present time in the book and he's just like in his little room i guess and he's just his hands shaking and he's just like you know breathing really hard i go oh he's he's going through it he's going through it so we see Haru and Dano in the library and they're like looking at books of stars and galaxies and everything. And then, ha- oh not Haru, Dano was like, is this stuff actually real? And I was like, do you not believe in space? <laughs> like, dude, I mean, it's right there. Do you not believe in space? So she was talking about the stars and how she just really wants to see this uh, sky full of stars. Your sky, your sky full of stars. But the channel version. Daniel's talking about how she wants to see a whole sky full of stars. And she said, there's a meaning to her ending and it's Haru. Don't know what that means, but we have a past flashback from Haru so basically, Donald's wish is to see the stars, and Haru is seeing the past of when she said that to Baekhyung. We see a girl walk up to Haru asking, where is this, I guess, room or something? And he, like, points it out. And then you, like, she leaves, and you see his face like, hmm, who is she? So, guys, this random girl is important. No clue who she is yet. We have no idea who she is. Now we see Haru like sitting in front of like a big window, just like staring out. And I, okay, I put this down. I put this down. Haru like sunbathing at the window. And then I put this down. I know why Haru is so tall. He's in photosynthesis. You're ridiculous. I hate you so much. Haru's a plant. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why he's so tall. Because he's always like touching the sun. He's always looking out the window in the sunlight. Well, he, <laughs> he is a plant. What is what is the sun? Vitamin D? Yes. He's getting all that vitamin D nutrients. That's why he's growing. That's why he's 6'4. <laughs> so we see Haru like in photosynthesis. And then. Um, Dano comes and they're being cute. Her watch is calling her out. We love the cute stuff, right? And then her friends come in and then they're like, are you guys dating? The guy says, are you guys dating? And Haru says yes. And I was like, <coughs> and then Dano's like freaking out. And like Sammy doesn't think anything of it. I really, I'm really convinced that Sammy knows. I have no idea because if she does know, I need her to get on the ball like quickly, okay? Because you need to, you need to hurry up. You need to hurry up because her being like very ditzy is very annoying to me. And I'm just like, come on, come on. But yeah, for the most part, they were just like, oh, whatever. Like, it's just, they're not dating. She has feelings for Baekhyung, blah, blah, blah. During that scene, before they come, the friends, oh my God, it was so cute. Because she was just like, I just get really nervous when I'm with you. And he grabbed her hand and put it on his chest. And he was like, oh, I get nervous too. And I go, oh my God. 
his chest. So then we see everyone's gathering up in the front because Namju's leaving to like France or something. Judah comes up to Namju. He's saying like his goodbye or something, right? But then stage ends and there's like these weird like leaf effects around Judah. And I'm like, what's what's the point of the effects? Is that like more like guaranteed that she's aware because she kind of like blushes it off and she's like, I'll be fine without you. Yeah, and everyone's like, what What did she say? Oh my God. And she was just like walking up the stairs like a boss, like a boss with their hair swinging. Oh, love it, love it. And everybody was like, oh my God, I can't believe she said that to Namju. I was like, anyway, goodbye Namju. And that's the last we see of him in the episode. So now I've shown a past life story. I don't remember how it goes because I put, wow, he's so good looking. I'm not really sure what, who exactly Beck Young is and what his importance is. But what we do know is that Haru is still his right-hand man here. But Haru looks like he knows Beck Young's a bad guy. And Beck Young, his whole thing is to get closer to Dano. Not really sure why or what importance Dano has. Because I don't know who their characters are. Mm-hmm. But basically, Beckyung told Haru, hey, stalk her. And then Haru, like, falls for her, I guess, while stalking her. Mm-hmm. Dude, so you know that scene where, like, um, Dano's, like, I guess in the marketplace and she's, like, looking at, like, the keychains and everything. And then she's, like, running around and I guess, like, her her nanny or I don't know who that is, her person is, like, following her and Haru's just, like, watching her. <laughs> the nanny, like, freaking runs after Dano and pulls her waist because I guess they have to go somewhere, but then Dano like heads off somewhere else and then Nanny just <laughs> falls on the ground. <laughs> she just falls on the ground and no one does anything. <laughs> my god. No, I don't remember that. <laughs> oh my goodness, hold up, hold up. I need you to see it. So then Haru's just stalking Dano for back young. And then Dano like realizes Haru is like stalking her and she like, I guess, like gangs up on him one day. She's like, who are you? And he says, I need to protect you. Or like, I have to protect you or something. Because Bakyon's like sketchy at this point. Haru and Bakyon like stage Bakyon and her meeting. And then Haru, he was a page turn. And I was like, no. You're aware in the past too, my man? Yeah, that's when he like takes out his sword and he's like freaked out because he heard that sound. And then he like, he hears it again. And he's like, aware of it and I go oh my Bingo. god dude what the f- it's so good it's so good earlier Baekhyun's character told him to find um like Dano's dad to find his weakness and that's why he was sent to spy on you know Dano and obviously Haru being like a loyal dude he told him that his weakness is his daughter. So that's why Beckham's trying to, you know, get close to her, use her and everything like that. And he kind of put himself in a position where he can't really do anything. So he sees, there's a scene where he's trying to like, oh, where he's seeing Dano sit down and she's just like, oh, is he not coming? Cause he's gonna, he was supposed to meet me, Beckham's character. And he's seeing her, but he can't really move or do anything. And it's just, I don't know, it was so weird. And then stage um, shadow comes on. They're in shadow and he was able to move and grab like the Baekhyun. I don't know what he is. I don't know. It, I don't know if he called him something or I totally forgot. Oh, yeah. And right after that, like scene changes again. 
And he's getting like really freaked out because it's just cutting and cutting. I guess in the past life, he was the first one to to like become aware that he was a character or something. We like we start to realize that Haru will hear a page turn, but sometimes it won't take him to a stage in the secret story. It'll take him to like a flashback. It's weird how like integrated he is between the two. The page turn won't be for the story that he's currently in. It'll be for a story that he was in the past. He just starts like looking, I guess, for Dano. And then he sees Dano at the nurse's office and he just starts like crying. And he's like, why am I crying? So the boy has a whole bunch of emotions from the flashbacks. But then we see like Haru in the garden and he has the keychain that they found at like the palace from the field trip. And Squid Fairy's like getting after him saying, you two will never be together. I'm like, okay, Squid Fairy. That's not with that attitude. <laughs> He's literally such a Debbie Downer. It's just like, y'all, sorry, y'all ain't gonna meet. No, y'all like her. Y'all like each other. That's cute. But no, not gonna happen. Sorry, move it along. And I'm just like, dude, you're, let him be. No manches. I really like him though. I love Squid Fairy. I don't know why. Like, if anything, had it been another character, another actor or something, I would have been like, oh, he's so annoying. But I don't know what it is about this man. I like him. I like him a lot. Later on, like, uh, Baekhyun gets, Baekhyun calls Dano and he was like, oh, when, when's the next time you're going to the hospital? And she's like, I don't know. And he goes, okay, but do you know, you know why I don't like going there, right? And she's like, yeah, I know. And he just like kind of hangs up on her. And she was like, okay, what the hell was that about? Like, he just hung up on me. And she notices on her calendar that the his mother's death anniversary is actually coming up, like, the next day. So she's just, uh, she feels bad. And cut to the morning, you see a Baekhyung's family, lo and behold, having family troubles again. It's so sad to see how they talk to him and stuff. Granted, Baekhyung's a dick. He's an asshole to everyone. But like seeing how they talk to him, I'm just like, leave him alone. Oh my gosh. But we learned that Baekhyun's dad married the stepmom the day after the mom died. Or, or the day the mom died or something. I'm like, what kind of monster freaking does that? So I'm like, maybe the dad's money hungry. And that lady comes from a rich family? It could be because that's when he's like, that's when Baekhyun tells him, like, Dano's really, really sick. And he goes, the sicker she is, the better. And I go, you are up. Like, you are a whole definition of Like, oh, it's so nasty. And Baekhyun just walks away. His brother follows him and they have a conversation and it kind of ends where he was just like, don't worry about it, everyone. In shadow, I have no one. He kind of says that. And he walks away. And his brother says, like, I also know that. And I was like, oh, my God, he's aware. <laughs> and it kind of just leaves us like that. I'm like, holy son of a bitch. And that's where we leave off with, like, their story, at least for this episode. And I'm like, it's so annoying when it cuts off like that. Because I'm like, wait, 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 don't change the scene let them finish talking or something oh yeah yeah i just get really stressed out annika so now we know why the little bird is kind of important and why they always show his face because he's not just a useless character he's not useless because at first we were both like what's the point of him (laughs) now there's a point (laughs) for real at first we were like hello and you are but um, 
I think the little brother is like a freshman or something because he has the same uniform. So say, I don't think they're seniors. They're like juniors, right? And the little brother is probably a freshman. So there's like a three-year difference. But I'm pretty sure Beck Young's mom did not die when she was when he was three. So is he like a, wed- uh, a wedlock child? Not a wedlock, but like, I don't, I don't want to say a but like that i was wondering that too because i was like is that is the little brother like the dad's kid or just like another or is it the wife's kid you know like i I don't know because usually in dramas they don't really treat the non-blood relatives like as nice as he is but then again he is just a money hungry the father so wouldn't be surprised if it went either way so oh yeah yeah but the little brother's cute or whatever. Not knowing he has a purpose in this drama, he's kind of cute. Dano going to the cemetery where Beck Young's mom is at. And she's just like, they have a cute moment where she's talking about Beck Young being mean. Just like, you know, what friends would do. It was really nice to see her, like, because she cares about Beck Young. Just because, like, they have a childhood history together, right? It's nice to see Beck Young as a human. It's nice seeing him, like, having human feelings. Dohua and the new girl were walking in the hallway and Dano came up to them and she was just like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Um, my name is Dano and stuff. Where did you transfer from? And she kind of goes, oh, um, and she never responds. She kind of just like looks like a little weird. And Dohua says, oh, I don't think she has her story set up yet. And Dano's like, oh, okay, okay. Don't worry about it. That's fine. And she kind of just like looks at both of them like, what? And I go, bitch, do you know? Do you know? Did you just come into this story already knowing? Or am I just jumping to conclusions? Because I want everyone to know. I literally want that entire school to know. Because imagine everyone's just going to be like, what the Bingo. Oh, oh my God. I'm so like ready. Because I know we'll, we'll probably never get it. But oh, Annika, I get goosebumps goosebumps watching the show dana was sick for a while and haru couldn't do anything right because when she's sick he can't really do anything so she finally comes back to school and they reunite they're hugging they're being cute together becky's being salty in the back just like watching them like (gasps) they're having a cute little moment right and then haru says something that no matter what he'll always wait for her and then you see becky i'm like whoo flashback that was in the book that Becky Young took. That's in the book from the like the burnt pages of the, I don't even remember the name of the book. Trumpet Flower. Trumpet Flower, right? Trumpet Creeper. Creeper. <laughs> 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 Woo! Sorry. <laughs> so Haru says a line and like Becky Young has a flashback. Oh, that's from the book Trumpet Creeper. So either it's either going the way it's supposed to go or the story is switching from the two. Not completely sure. But Haru surprises Dano in the art room. And remember how Dano said, my wish is to see the stars. Baby boy Haru got like those star curtains and he like put it in the window. And then the streaks of the sunlight comes in the dark room. And it's, they're having a cute moment. It's super cute. Earlier, you saw Haru preparing that curtain. 
he had like a screwdriver and some scissors. But if you look at the curtain, there's like perfectly cut out stars. And I'm like, boy, you did not do that. You bought that off Amazon. You cannot cut that. They were having a cute moment with the stars. And then Beck Young's like opening the door a bit and he's peeping in. And I'm like, Haru and Dano, you guys should be more aware of your surroundings. You had squid fairy stalking you and now you have Beckyon stalking you. I know you guys are like in love or whatever, but like you gotta look around. Like that, I'm just a naturally paranoid person. So wherever I'm at, I'm always looking over my shoulder and stuff. And like any cracks in the wall, I'm just like, all right, what's going on? Like, this is weird. I'll just leave. They're so oblivious, but it's, it's so cute. And the star scene came out, and it's where she tells him, like, thank you. And he's tearing up after, like, crying. I was watching that today, and I started crying. I told, okay, I told my sister, I was like, I don't know if you remember the part with the stars. And she goes, she just went. And we both started crying at the same time. I go, that's not funny, dude. Like, that's really fucked up. Dude, that scene was beautiful. Like everything 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 and then like the fact that Beckham was watching too I was just like oh suck that Beckham mm. but he's still so fine he's still so Annika like that'll never go away he's so fine Dano says the line like thank you for remembering my wish to take the stars she's saying that to Haru but we've seen multiple flashbacks of her saying that to Beckham in the past so the story is changing from the print and Beck Young knows that how it's happening. What is this writer up to? Are they changing it? Is it the writer? We don't freaking know. But that's how that episode ends. So episode 23, we see Beck Young and Squid Fairy beefing. They like really don't like each other, guys. Well, during that beefing, Squid Fairy says like, because of you, like I lost the person I love. Mm. and that's when I wrote down is new girl squid fairy's lover because she's just a random new girl they wouldn't focus on someone new if they weren't important obviously so I go okay she's kind of suspicious they haven't met they haven't encountered each other they haven't passed by each other squid fairy and that new girl so I was just like okay are they is she is he are they is is that them, you know? So I'm like, oh my God, I love it. I love it. But oh my God, that scene was so good where they're like, like beefing with each other. So then we see Beckham going up to Dono and Beckham says, cancel the engagement. You're going to cancel the engagement. And I was really confused about that because how, why would he say that? Because he only has four pieces of paper, five pieces of paper from that book. And do we see that in the pages that he has? Oh, we do. I did not notice that then. Yeah, um, it's her. And I think he's in the background of their characters. And she's saying, I don't want to marry him. So he was like, oh, okay. She's, this bitch is really about to cancel it. And I think he says that. He's just like, she's going to call off the engagement. No, it's just like, all right. All right. Bring it to us. Give us that scene. But she's kind of like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, she's just confused because he's just like, if my words are true, that means I can change your story or something like that, right? I think so. Because he, he was like, I'm the one who can change your story or something. And I was thinking, Beck Young, you only have five pieces of paper. 
Haru's here having whole ass flashbacks. <laughs> what makes you think you could change something out of five pieces of paper, dude? He's having a whole storyline in the past. Every time he falls asleep in class, he's dreaming about the past. So I'm pretty sure he has more information. We see Haru is explaining like his dreams to Dano. So we're going back to the past. We find out that Dano is aware too. So we really know that Haru is aware too. So they kind of confirm it with each other. Like, do you hear a page turning? Do things like switch really quickly? And all the things that happen during stage. So the writer is super cruel. Like, now I get it. Why are you so mean? And they were both reading the Trumpet Creeper book. The Trumpet Creeper book is the book that the past is based on, right? Okay, that makes sense. Do, would they have another book? Like, you know how secret, they're living in secret, but they have Trumpet Creeper to like go back on the past. So do the people in Trumpet Creeper have like, I don't know, that Chinese triumphant flower book to go back off on? I think so, because I think the shit goes back like multiple, multiple ones. Because, you know, you had Squid Fairy who just says like, oh, you're recycling the same old story. And I was just like, okay, but we only know about the secret Trumpet Creeper and that Chinese flower vine i don't know what, what that one was called so i was just like okay like is it just the same story over and over and over again but i if it is i don't get the point of why the author is making them go through that shit over and over i was like so oh so the author's just up like the author's just a dick like, because why are you going to do that to characters? I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. So back in the past, Haru takes her to that waterfall place thingy valley. Is that really a valley? I don't think that's a valley because isn't the valley like a bottom of a hill? That's not a bottom. That's like a mountain. Anyway, so Haru takes her back to the lake, waterfall, valley thing area. And basically, they kind of reenact the scene that we saw during the field trip with the whole flower thing. That she thinks that he's getting too close to her, but he's just there to get a flower off. That scene is recreated again in the past. But my question is, how come present Haru told Dano, do you not remember this place? When Haru wasn't really like aware of what was going on at the point, at that, at that time. During the field trip, we saw Haru just like walking off on his own. Was that on like his instinct? And then he just randomly asked Dano, do you remember this place? You know what I mean? Yeah, with this new bunch of information, it's just like bringing back things we used to be confused about. And now we're like, it's just double the confusion. And <laughs> we're just like, what the <laughs> but yeah, It's good, it's good. It's good confusion, but confusion nonetheless. Um, you have Baekhyung and Haru have like a little bit of a showdown. But can I just mention a highlight of that scene? Oh my God. Baekhyun was wearing like a black sweater. He looks so fine, dude. Like, I put, oh. I put, I put, I put, I put looking good in that sweater. I love emo boys again. 
dude it's because oh my god no because it went with his earrings it went with because he had like small silver and black studs and i go son of a bitch he knows how to coordinate outfits oh it was so fine and he just you know how he's always pissed off i was like i shouldn't be attracted to this heavily toxic man but i really am and it's 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 a wonderful life i'm living you know that i get to see this man act and i'm just like wow He's wonderful. He's wonderful. Oh, beautiful man. Beautiful man. And then basically they're fighting over. Baekhyun once again is reiterating the fact that they are characters and Dano is supposed to end up with his character. That's how it's written. That's how it's meant to be. And Haru is stuck on the fact that I will change her fate. I'm going to change the storyline. He goes, and you don't care if you disappear. And Haru says, no. Because she's my main character. I don't care if my role ends with her. I do not care. And so they kind of just end it just looking at each other. And I'm like, oh. Can we talk about Baekhyun saying, like, Dano is mine. This is what the writer intended. And then Haru says, Dano is not yours or the writer. Dano is just herself. And I was like, I'm going to cry. My expectations are men way up high. And that's how that scene did end. Scene did? <laughs> that's how that scene did end. Of them just beefing each other. Next, we see Judah and Dohua. In this one, I don't think she was in trouble because he was like, oh, why did you call me over here? Oh. Yeah, and she was like, oh, I just wanted to see you. Oh, I thought that was and he was, Yeah, and he was like, oh, okay. Like, he just wanted to see me, okay. And, you know, Dohua, you know, his cute self. He ended up getting her a new pair of shoes and everything. And he tells her something. He draws a butterfly on them. And he tells her about the butterfly effect. That one small change can change, like, or one small, yeah, 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 right? One small change can affect the entire plot. And I was just like, okay, I get what we're doing. You're kind of talking about the drama. I get it. And he was just like, like, my my storyline was supposed to be to cheer, was for me to cheer for you and namju and she kind of stops him and she's like i don't want you to cheer for me and him and he's just like looking at her like you wouldn't say that <laughs> and then it cuts it cuts off to and it shows namju so doha gives the shoes right he puts them on her and i'm like i'd be real awkward if a guy put a shoe on me in school i'm like no you're gonna see my feet you're gonna see my socks that is weird i'll put it on myself it's fine it's okay this isn't cinderella or something i'm not in distress right now and then he like tags it with a blue butterfly drawing and i'm like those are new shoes they are white why are you tagging it i know you have your whole little story going on i know your whole little like the butterfly thing cute i guess but you're tagging new shoes no, why, why are you putting it on her? Because, like, think about it. This girl, <laughs> this girl already gets bullied for not getting the best designer clothes, everything. Her shoes were looking a bit musty, right? So this girl was already getting bullied because of her shoes. You're going to tell me you're okay with drawing a <laughs> half-ass butterfly on this girl's shoe and letting her walk around like that, knowing damn well there are girls all over that school who bully the out of her don't why you were setting that bitch up i hate you but he did say they're probably gonna disappear since it's shadow right now so maybe yeah. he was like 
oh well we'll just do it right now just because like it's gonna be gone fair enough fair enough but still Dohua, you're on nice pal. i know what like, if they didn't disappear Dohua? like boy i really like you you're talented you're funny but you're kind of <laughs> stupid <laughs> you're kind of stupid that's right annika stupid why are you like that anyway <laughs> we see Namjoon like in Paris or something. He's working and all that stuff. But, and he has like beef with his brother because I guess they're fighting for like who runs the place. But I really want to know what's Nan- Namjoon's past, like in the past story. Mm-hmm. If his mom is like Squid Fairy's mom. Who are you, Namjoon? Yeah, I'm like, if every character in there, you know, has a role in that past life, I'm like, but where's Namjoon? Because I'm always expecting to see this bitch pop out of nowhere. So I'm just like, all right, were you in the past? Or are you just not in the past? I don't know. No clue. But we're taken back to school. And we see the bullies bullying Judah as always. Judah talks back to them. She fights back. And I'm like, we love that. Finally, Judah. Shoot. It's been a while. I hated that scene though because she's like spraying the water. She's spraying the water on the plant, right? Because she's watering the plants. You know, that's her little job. And then, oh my God, they just come up to her and Sammy, being the worst bitch ever, she comes up to her and she was just like, oh, no one's really here to protect you. And they're like, don't worry, we'll help you. And this tall bitch gets the little water gun, water spray sprayer, and she sprays the plant and sprays Judah right in the face. The patience, the patience she had with them. You know, granted, she did fight back or she did, you know, stand up for herself and she sprayed the bitch back. But I was like, no, Judah, you got to punch. Close your hand, make a fist and just swing that shit. Rock the girl's shit because the amount of shit they have done to you, Judah. And now that you can finally like stand up for yourself, I'm like, girl, end them, end them. Um, that's just me and my anger issues coming up, but yeah, um, I'm so happy that she's aware of it now. I don't know how this is going to affect everything because for right now, she hasn't, as far as we know, she hasn't changed the storyline. She hasn't really done anything a little bit weird besides being in shadow, right? So I'm like, is this going to fuck up everything? Is Judah going to help them change a scene? What is gonna happen? Like, I have no idea. We see after that that Judah's like aggressively planting, <laughs> and then we see Dohua like 10 away from her talking to Donald. What's wrong with her? Why is she so angry? I've never seen her like this. One, you're talking super loud, she's right there. Number two, Judah, aware of your surroundings, guys. Look around your surroundings, open your ears. Three. Dohua, you just so stupid. <laughs> like, boy, you just have to add it all up together. She's kind of out of character, don't you think? I know. And he's just looking at her like so curious, like something's really off with her. And I go, Dohua! like, put it together, babe. Two plus two equals what? Tell me right now. Oh my God, this man, he's a little slow, y'all. He's a little slow, but hopefully he. It hits him. The scene cuts off to Dano being in the hospital with the doctor, uh, Dohua's brother, telling her to have the surgery because, like, she is bad. 
And she's just like, oh, fine, I'm going to have to have the surgery. She can't really say no. So she's just like, okay, fine, we're going to do the surgery. She doesn't want to. While they're there in the hospital, Baekhyung is waiting. And that's where she ends up telling her dad, I don't want to get married to him. Baekhyung just kind of like, it's just there already knowing that that's what she was going to say. And the whole time, Dano is just like, did I just say that? Like, how the hell did he know I was going to say that? What's going on? So we're just like, oh, shit. The shadow now. And she's close by her house. And Baekhyung is out there waiting. How did he get that so fast? Dead ass, dude. I was fucking wondering that. But (laughs) he did the same thing when we found out that he knows. Does he have a stage that um, automatically? Yeah, I have no fucking idea. They were in the shadow, and he goes, I told you, I'm the only one that can change your fate. You're going to end up with me. And he's just reiterating everything. He's just saying everything that he said before saying it again he's just repeating what he said before when you're trying to meet the the word requirement stop no that's funny dead ass though this whole drama has been kind of like repetitive as far as dialogue because they're trying to like emphasize it but that's funny and yeah that's how he that's how the episode ends where he just kind of tells her something that she's already been hearing before and he's just like all right we'll just go inside and he just walks away and i was like that was very hot of you, sir. So we see like Judah and I guess her bullies. And Sammy's wearing like this like yellow sweater. I bet she looks like a SOPA student. You know that high school that Jungkook went to? She looked like that student, right? And I was like, ooh, are you going to be an idol? Anyway, you see that Dohua is like watching them. And he looks down and sees that Judah is wearing his shoes. <gasps> and the butterfly is still there. So... Uh, don't know what happened, but it's there. But then stage goes on. And then you see Judah, like, in the main staircase. The main staircase and the shoes change to the little, like, the old ones that she had. And Namju comes back. And there's, like, a whole bunch of, like, reporters and everything. I'm like, are you that important, dude? I know you. your family has a company, but you have reporters here. I understand the students being like fans of you, like flocking over you. But what's the point of the reporters? Shouldn't they really go to like, you know, your parents? Yeah, they had said like, oh, you came back because of your muse or something like that. I guess the company is like a big fashion company or something. He says like, who was your muse? Like he gets a question like, who was your muse? (laughs) He says like, Yojuda, like because he's calling her. And this one interviewer, this one English interviewer, Judah, who's Judah? And he's like, my girl. I was like, okay. Like, what? Anyway, yeah. He goes and she's kind of like so taken aback because he's there and he just once again confessed his love for her in front of everyone, even though she's going to get bullied. And I don't know. I don't get it. But... Um, it cuts from stage to shadow and immediately Juda looks at Dohua and she that's how their like little scene ends and I was just like Dohua piece it together piece it together now cut to them in pottery class yay by the way already Haru looks (laughs) done with the pottery teacher she look he looks absolutely done like that was can you screenshot no wait you can't screenshot on Rupi 
No, no. I was. I'm telling you, like I'm watching it just in case we miss miss something. But the whole time he's just an arms crossed looking at her. Well, he is in stage at that point, and I think he's a dick in stage. That's so true. I think he's a dick in stage. (laughs) He is a dick in stage. So that makes sense why he's looking like that. So the teacher is like, who's gonna be like our model to like show everyone how to pottery i guess she chooses namju and then namju's like no i want to be with judah i want to be with judah but she's like no you have talent you have to show everyone so basically she like forces namju to be in the front and she's like who's gonna be namju's partner why couldn't judah just be the partner why you have to choose a random person why you have to choose one of the bullies there's no really a point of choosing the partner when they were already partners oh yeah because haru is still technically like baekhyun's follower and Dano is still Baekhyun's fiance. I thought it was funny because, like, during stage, they're like, now pick your partners. <laughs> they both turn and are walking towards Baekhyun. <laughs> and he's just standing there looking at them. And then Shadow comes on and they just leave together. And I thought that was so funny to me. So, like, technically, they both, like, are up his ass in, like, their, the web, to- that drama that they're in, the comic book. And like they're both like so in love with him basically i thought that was so funny and then you have that realize that i didn't realize that haru was going up to him yeah they were walking together just like looking at him i'm like oh, oh. i didn't even realize that i was like oh he's just walking <laughs> yeah stage uh shadow comes on and they Dano is like oh let's be partners and he's like okay <laughs> they just like walk off together it's so cute okay well not cute i literally cannot stand hands oh gotcha dude it's not like okay i'm seeing <laughs> <scene> right now <laughs> it's because you know that scene from ghost yes that's what i was thinking i hate it so much like i've never seen the movie i've just seen that part because it's the most one of the most iconic film moments right but like it grosses me out and then I'm sorry, I saw a drama, The Secret Life of My Secretary. And there's a there's a part where she's washing her hands and he's helping her wash her hands or something. Dude, literally, I wanted to stop watching the drama right then and there. It grossed me out. Like, I got chills down my spine and not in a good way. It was gross. I think I that, scene from, that scene from Ghost makes me really uncomfortable just because they made it super intimate. But, like, how they did it, I guess because he's, he's, like, kind of tall. Because, like, in Ghost, the hands are, like, on the waist and his is on the shoulder. So it's more PG. But anyway, they're, like, doing their pottery. Everyone's, like, flirting or whatever. Everyone's, like, being close to their partners and everything. And then Haru, like, puts his arms over her to, like, do the pottery and puts it over her hand. And I'm like, you got monsters hands, boys. And then her watch could, like, comes beeps basically outing her and then the teacher just freaks out but like oh my gosh no you need a rest haru you're gonna be partners with beck young and i love that so much because they hate each other it's so cute because like haru starts um like turning the table and he was like i'll turn it and then they just kind of start like bickering and Baekhyun stands up. The keychain falls out. The keychain that Dano had originally given Baekhyun in that field trip. It falls out and Haru notices it. And he's just kind of like, it's still there. Holy shit. And he's reaching for it. And Baekhyun, you know, being a dick. And well, technically it is his keychain. But he, he picks it up and he's just like, now I know why you were always so concerned with this. 
and he's just kind of like you know picking a fight with Haru like always like boys do and I honestly don't know what happened after that just because they look so good fighting the it's changed the scene for stage happened and then you see Dano's dad like checking up on her at school and then Baekhyun comes in and be like oh, no we made up the engagement is not off and then you just see like Haru in the background just like walking out but it's stage. So he's like walking out and he's just like looking at them. And I'm like, can you move in stage? I thought, I don't think you can. Can you? Because he's just like watching them. What, how do are you? Yeah. Um, after that, we get a historical moment. And I guess stage is happening in the historical time. And Dano is like so in love. He, the satchel that Baekhyung dropped that red satchel that Dano had been holding that whole time. Um, he was like, oh, it was given to me by my late mother, but I'm giving it to you now. And she's just like, oh, thank you. Oh, my God. And she's in her room and Shadow comes on and she she says the thing that Dano has been saying the entire time. She's like, do I really have to marry someone I don't have feelings for? Like, because this isn't fair, everything. Haru being a sneaky boy, he's there kind of like stalking her and he's just like, oh, I should leave. And then he kind of hears her moving and she hears some moving going around. They eventually kind of sneak off together and there she tells him like I don't want to be with him like I have feelings for you and so like back then you couldn't even say that so he says oh I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that like I'm not supposed to hear that that's like treason almost and he's just like oh let's not say stuff like that and she goes but it's true you have the same feelings too and they kind of just like talk about it for a bit and it's so sad because she's tearing up and he's tearing up and they just like really like each other and i'm like fucking hell dude are they gonna be my favorite drama couple maybe 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 because like you know usually these dramas have like the guy doesn't like the girl and they end up getting back together they end up getting together they have no nothing's toxic between them they've never had one toxic thing between them and i'm like I love that so much. Nothing Dude. toxic has happened between them. They're so like head over heels for each other. And I love that so much. I'm so soft for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he has like that vision, right? That dream. We see him wake up in class. And when he wakes up in class, the teacher's reading something. And the teacher says, when I arrived there, the tragic stage had already finished. So something tragic is going to happen based on that line. Yeah. Haru and Baekhyun meet up in the hallway and there he notices that Baekhyun has been carrying just very, literally has been holding it for everyone to see pages from that burnt book from what, what was it? Trumpet Creeper. Right? Yeah. And Haru saw that and he's just like, what the <laughs> is he planning? What's going on in that head of his? And Baekhyun's just kind of walking around, like basically skipping because he knows that he wants to do something about it. And I'm like, the whole time, like Baekhyun's like planning stuff. Like we don't know what exactly, but he's always like saying things to himself. And I'm like, wait, can you actually change it? Because as far as we know, Haru is the only one that can change scenes. Like, he keeps saying, he goes, I'm the one who's going to change your fate. And I'm like, Becky, how, though? Let's say you were, boo. Say you were, like, this magic scene changer. How? 
because when stage comes on, you don't really do anything different or unless you can, but you just don't do it. Dano sees the pages and she like grabs them. And guys, she got her visions back. That's so Raven who? That's so Dano. And in that vision, she sees that Beck Young is going to propose to her in front of the school at like a confess your love event at school. Why would you want to do that? That's kind of embarrassing. What if you get rejected? <laughs> I like how we're whispering now. <laughs> anyway, Daniel gets her vision back and she sees that she's going to be- get proposed to by Becky Young. She tells Becky Young and she gets like upset because she's like, we are high schoolers. You see her in the main staircase and she's just looking at the confess your love sign. Dohua and Haru come in and then she tells them the stage that's going to happen soon. She tells him that she got her visions back and that Beckyung's going to propose to her. And then she's like, I don't like Beckyung. The person I like is Ha. And then freaking Doha was like, Ha? Ha? Doha. It's not hard. Who else do you know starts with Ha? Who else hangs out with freaking Dano? Why you blind boy? Man is not the brightest color in the crayon box, dude. Oh my God. There are so many signs. Anyway, basically, Haru's like, let's change your stage. We are going to change it. So then they're at the event. And then Doha said this thing. They're like planning out what they're going over, what they're going to do. And then Doha says this thing. And he says, do you think anyone will buy this writer's book? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was so funny. And then she's just like, no, I don't think so. Like it's all over the place and everything oh that was so funny so then, oh oh what oh uh, right before the event right before the event Beckyon bumps into his brother at school <gasps> and Beckyon finally finds out because uh Beckyon dropped the papers and his brother saw him reading it and he goes don't tell me you read it all like you read it all you you finished it and Beckyon's just like hold the fuck up like you know and it cuts to them like sitting down the bench and he was like of course like you know everything like that they don't really go into detail and elaborate how he knows or anything like that they just as far as we know the scene finishes Beckyon knows the brother knows we know that the brother knows and I'm just like oh my god what's gonna happen like oh yeah yeah and there uh Baekhyun kind of says I'll make sure no one changes the story and I'm like, and his brother kind of just stays staring at him. And I'm like, I can't, are you any evil? I'm attracted to that. But I don't want him turning his little brother evil. I don't think his little brother's going to turn evil. Because I think the, the brother was just saying, like, I think the brother is just benefiting from it. Benefiting from the family. It looks like that's all he wants. Like, just a family. He doesn't care about anything else. Like, he just likes when they have dinner together or something like that. That's what I think he, his, like, um, goal is, just to just have his family be at peace. I'm just like, if you know the story or if you hinted that you finished it because he was like, did you finish it all? I was like, okay, did you read the whole book? Like, did you, how'd you get the book? How'd you, ha- how'd you get your hands on the book? I don't know. I don't get it. I'm He's like, a student there. But, like, how did he get the book? before someone else got the book oh maybe yeah because it's because these books be popping up out of nowhere dude (laughs) they do there's like five books at this point yeah and i'm like which one are they living i don't get it but yeah i was just like we're still not clear what the brother's goal is or what 
he wants from it. So I'm just I'm just confused on how that's gonna escalate, you know? But and then when they decided to change the scene, they were like, oh, we got it. And Dano was like, all right, we're gonna change the scene. Let's do it. She puts her hand, Dolfa puts his hand, and Haru goes, <clears throat> he clears his throat and Dolfa goes, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> no, he like he liked moves yeah, yeah, yeah. the hand. Dofa moves his hand. Wait. Haru moves Dolfa's Haru, Haru moves Dolfa's hand. And then Haru puts his hand on top of Nano's. Dude, stop. Stop it. I really love them. I do. I love them. So I'm going to fall in love with them. <laughs> anyway, they're planning out the scene so they can change it. Dofa gives uh, a, a, a USB flash drive to, is it the new girl? Or is it some random girl? No, the new girl. He gives it to the new girl and saying, oh, Beck Young wants this one instead. And then stage happens. You see Haru going up to Beck Young. Oh, I got so sad. You see Haru giving Beck Young the ring that he's going to use to propose to Dano. And I'm like, that is so freaking evil. Why would you make that boy do that? They're on stage at this point. So then... Dano's just sitting down thinking, I hope everything works out. Haru upstairs in like the, what, the AV room. And this boy can't move. He has no control. So this kind of proves that Haru can't move. Here's my question about Bekyo. When he's proposing to Dano, why does he say in the name of A3? When I tell you that shit is so annoying. It is so annoying. I'm like, you're gonna like, oh my God, I just don't get it. It is so annoying. Like, it's like if he, imagine if he becomes like an officiant one day and he says, the power invested in me by A3. I pronounce you man and wife, wife and wife, man and one, man, day and day. You got to be inclusive here. The one from Boys Over Flowers, are they F, F4? F4? Oh my God. I just, I hate these click names. So unoriginal. Stage is happening and you clearly see Dano like walking up. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's proposing to me. And then Haru's just upstairs being like, why can't I move? Why can't I move? So you see him like, okay, I don't know how he does it, guys. But he has like so much power in him, I guess, that I have to stop this. I have to be with Dano. He like actually moves. But you see his hand like bloody. It's bleeding. Um... I got goosebumps because the boy was bleeding and then bam, the stage restarted basically. And instead of Becky Young and Dano, it became the two bullies. Stage actually changed, but like super last minute though. Dude, Ted, uh, I thought it wasn't going to change. Oh my God. It was so scary because like the scar that he had on his hand. Okay, because when he's on stage, he doesn't have the scar. But when he's in shadow, Haru has the scar. So, like, it was in stage. And he was trying to change it. And the the cut became, like, fresh. And I was just like, oh, shit, what's going on? Like, I'm so f***ing scared, Attica. And I was, like, I was freaking out, dude. Like, I was, like, I think I was stress eating. I don't know what I was eating. But I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm just shoving things. Like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I was yelling the entire time yeah and then um he like pulled the cord that turned off all the lights and then the scene changed to what? like you said the police that cord that he put he pulled did not look like a light cord is that a light cord? it looked like a microphone cord on lights usually switches i guess not, you're an not, AV person. not in korea 
someone Sorry. teach me <laughs> so while the bullies are on stage you know confessing their love to each other you see that dano is like oh okay the scene did change and baekhyung behind her like he's kind of pissed he was just like damn it the scene changed or whatever he's just thinking about it right before that scene ends the new girl kind of just like all right my shit is done whatever i played the video she gets her stuff and she's walking out right when squid fairy is walking in and she passes by him not thinking anything and oh my god he like sees her and immediately like he obviously recognizes her and he's kind of like freaking out like holy shit like it's you he's giving off that kind of vibe and i was like okay it's very clear i think that's his boo that's his boo and he said it before like the writer never wrote her in and i was like is that why you're so shocked to see her because like a lot of shit's happening boo are you going to get your happy ending or not like oh my god oh my god oh my god and then dano's heart starts uh acting up again Beckyun sees her and she completely faints. She passes out and she wakes up in the hospital. The nurse's office. Sorry. We learned that Beckyun's like thinking like what how how did this how stages happen? He's like thinking over how they change and he said that the stages change because a substitute is needed. Like someone needs to replace what's going on. So then with this past stage it changed from Baekhyung and Dano because there was the two bullies to replace them. So, if there's no replacement, does the thing actually happen? Cuz I'm afraid that one day there's going to be a stage and there's not going to be a substitute next to them. I'm nervous and I'm really nervous. I feel I don't feel good. <laughs> I don't feel good cuz now we're getting closer to the end and we're just getting like a lot of answers. but we're also getting a lot of bad shit happening too like this is around the time where you know the climax is happening a lot of shit's going to come up and i'm like am i ready for that because i really want this couple to just live happily ever after and no one to bother them please and i want beckyun to find a boo or to just you know take anger management classes or something <laughs> or to just move out and live by himself to get away from that father i don't think it breaks my heart listeners but i don't think i'm going to get what i want <laughs> from this drama. So, I'm sad. The end of the episode we see Dano and Haru on the rooftop or a little balcony and they're talking about everything, how the scene changed and he feels a little bit nervous that what's going to happen in the past is going to happen again. And he's not sure what happened in the past though. So he just feels really really nervous and she says you know what it doesn't matter because we're changing it and we're going to be together like we're we're in this together don't worry about it in that scene she has like um like a vision again and it shows her on the hospital bed actually not in the hospital bed it shows her in the operating room and her heart is failing and she immediately says like i'm going to die like Oh shit, I'm going to die. Like she starts thinking like she's going to die. So she hugs Haru for a little bit longer and that's how it ends and he's Oh, but it's cuz I got nervous. Okay, cuz actually I lied. That wasn't the end of the episode. The end of the episode like she hugs him for longer because she just saw her vision. Right? And the thing is, she's seeing the future, he's seeing the past and I'm freaking out. 
Let's put that together. No, it's because, like, I don't know. He's seeing the past, so he's only sure of what's going to happen, but he doesn't know if it's going to happen as is, you know, or if something's going to change. And if so, who's it going to happen to? All this stuff, he's so unsure of it. She only knows what is going to happen in the future. But then again, like, can she change it? It can she not? Like, we just learned, like, there needs to be a substitute present. Like, what the f- is going to happen? And then, so he's hugging her. She's thinking about, like, the vision she just saw. And she's hugging him for a little while longer. And he's looking at the scar on his hand. And he sees the past of him, like, completely, like, holding Dano bloody, and he's like crying and he, I think he was just stabbed or something and he's like bloody and crying. I'm like, what the <laughs> f- is going on? So the end of episode 24 literally had me in shatters. I'm shattered, Annika. I don't know how I'm going to piece myself back together for the next four episodes or for the next episodes, the rest of the episodes Dude. for this damn drama. Dude, I'm nervous. Like, I'm, like, I'm really nervous. I don't want it to end. I don't want it to end. At this point, I might find this webtoon and read it. Right? (laughs) But, oh my goodness. I don't know what's going on. I say that too many times. But it's because, like, how they, like, structure it is, like, someone knows what's going on. But that's Mm -hmm. not how it goes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I love them together. Like, not one toxic thing has happened. I guess the most toxic thing was him yelling at her when he wasn't himself. But that's yeah. it. I think there was one thing, too. That wasn't toxic, but you did not approve of. Oh, yeah. When he was like, toe. <laughs> toe thing. Not toxic, <laughs> but inconsiderate, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, guys. This is just, like, I love them. I just want them to be happy. And, um... I want Dohua to, um, I don't know, you're a rich dude, go to tutoring or something. Maybe um, take a nap. Maybe that's what, like, take a nap, but we'll wake up with some new brain cells and <laughs> then talk to Judah again. Because honestly, she's making it obvious. It's right there. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Dano and Haru are so freaking obvious as well. Oh my god, yes. Like, Doha, are you not going to come to the realization? Haru moved your hand off of Dano's hand to put his. Like, who do you think the ha was that she said? Like, who? Who? And like, even when Haru came back as Haru and they were feeding him, he was like, do you like Dano? And I'm like, okay, you, you said it. You said it. You, that's the answer. Oh, yeah, yeah, a cute boy. There's nothing going on between those eyes. <laughs> Not a thought behind those eyes. That was the reaction. That was our thoughts on episode 21 to 24. Do you I, have any favorite parts? My, let's see. What are my favorite parts? Do you have one? I have multiple. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What are your favorite parts, Heather? Well, I'll think. Episode 21, you had Haru being real in the morning like when he was like good morning and he was just being with her like all cutesy and stuff I was like stop I will fall in love with you and I am and when she said he makes me the main character in every moment we share I I just thought like literally that was one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard in my life drama real life anything I thought it was the most beautiful thing ever the star scene 
literally had me crying. I rewatched it like four times and I cried just the same amount. I think I cried harder each time. It was so gorgeous because when they showed the past, when she said it to Baekhyun, like it showed Haru from the sidelines, just kind of like watching them. And he was just like, you know, like kind of sad watching them. But then when she said it to him, he was like, he just nodded and kind of smiled like, oh, she's saying it to me now. And I was like, Ugh. I had to come to cry. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, Baekhyun wearing black. That was something that I didn't know I needed. But also in the pottery, the pottery class, uh, the friends were making the, the little bowl or whatever. She goes, oh, wow, you're semi said you're actually really trying to make it look pretty. And he says, of course, it's yours. And her heart starts beating faster. And she looks at the friend, that, that nerdy friend, I guess, a lot differently. <laughs> But then she smacks the shit out of herself. And she's like, oh, anyway. And I was like, that scene made me laugh so f***ing hard. Do you know what scene I'm talking about? Oh my God. She smacked the shit out of herself. I was like, that was not necessary, boo, at all. But um, Judah finally standing up for herself. I thought that was like a real good highlight. I just really like these four episodes provided some good content. <laughs> Star scene, because I cried along with that too. Um, I think my favorite, favorite one is when Haru said, Dano's not yours or the writer, she's just her. And I'm like, I love that a lot because he didn't say mine. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I love that a lot. So I respect you for that, mister. That was really good. I, I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, that's pretty much like my big my big one. Mm-hmm. Let's see. My, oh, oh, oh. And I also really like Beck Young at, at the, when they were at the cemetery, I really appreciate seeing him as a human. I like, I like soft people. So mm-hmm. that was nice. A dislike I have is Beck Young's dad. Throw him in the trash in the trash another dislike is i don't know what's going on between squid fairy in the past and beck young in the past and that the whole dynamic because who is a prince who has the power don't know what's going on there a big dislike is how freaking dense doha is like how is he so oblivious what is he <laughs> i think my major like I'm not going to say dislike, but the thing, like, it's just confusing me when we cut to the past, but it's not really showing us, like, who they are yet, obviously, because we're going to have to get that soon. But, oh, my God, like, it's it's just stressing me out because I'm like, who's going to die? I know someone's going to die and I'm not going to like it. Like, (laughs) I'm stressed when I tell you I am stressed. I need it. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. So now we only have like four more episodes. Or like, if we're talking about hour-long versions, we have four more episodes. That's crazy, dude. I'm excited. I'm really glad that we're watching this drama. I know we started off good. We did start off good. Look at us, dang. But yeah, that was twenty-one to twenty-four. Next will be twenty-five to thirty. Right? Yes. 25 to 30. I got it right this time. And then. It's 25 to 28. 
<laughs> I got excited for nothing. Hi, Annika. Oh my goodness, that's embarrassing. Whoopsies. <laughs> you gotta include your. I got it right this time. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> okay. Well, is it gonna be 25 to 28? I don't know how to count. But that's the end of our episode, and then we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to our podcast. You can find us on TikTok at Overnight Perspectives. That's Overnight Perspectives on TikTok. Feel free to leave us a review and make sure to tell your friends to procrastinate with us. Bye. Bye.